Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On. DFW Sports Station. Let's get you an update throughout the league. Dan Quinn to have in-person interviews with the Titans, Seahawks, and Commanders this week. Tom Pelissero saying the Titans plan to bring in Dan Quinn for a second interview for their head coaching job. That was yesterday. That is no more. Cross the Titans off the list because they're hiring someone named Brian Callahan. Uh, but So now you have Seattle and the Commanders. That are still left. Bill Callahan's son, former Cowboys coaching great, Brian Callahan. Mm, My first is... fight with Brian brought us, Bill Callahan. What was the fight Why over Why did you again? fight over that? I can't remember that. I, w- I think I was hearing something about him being the OC or something like that, and I tweeted something, and he called me, and he said, what's the scoop? What's the deal? And this is, like, very early on, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, this guy's like a Cowboys source, DallasCowboys.com. I want the story. I want to break the story. So I was like, nah. You know, kind of like how Broadus treated me while trying to get him the Boomer Jacks. I kind of brushed him off and ignored and avoided him. Oh, and he snapped. You know, I didn't realize that Brian was the vault back then. He just wants to know. Yeah. He yeah. just wanted and needed to know the information, but he wasn't going to report it. And he's not interested in breaking any news whatsoever. But I didn't realize that. So, wow. There you go. I, I'm sorry I missed that. That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, this name, <laughs> honestly. Uh, this kind of came out of nowhere to me. I mean, it sounded like he was. And the- yesterday was our twelfth fight, uh, you know, over Boober Jack. Oh yeah. yeah, we went from one to twelve real quick. Yeah, that's good. Did uh, did he try calling you after, nah. after your shots? Hopefully, no. he got the message. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, Callahan kind of. I had to shine my wedding ring up. <laughs> I was too busy. <laughs> you don't have one of these, do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn, chop. Damn, All right, it's gonna oh, be that, that kind of Tuesday. I, no, I should have wrote that back when he said I'm taking my Super Bowl ring for work, and I'm like, yeah, all I have is my wedding ring. Oh. Dang, Chaffy! Hey, he, he flexed with the uh, Super Bowl ring. Yeah, that, so. that was good. <laughs> wow. So uh, you don't have one of these. Brian Callahan. <laughs> I, I'm surprised because honestly, they, they they the Titans had thrown out like they were gonna have second interviews to like four other people. All of a sudden, they get Callahan in the building for interview number two, and it's like it clicks, and it's like no. This is our guy. This is who we're bringing on, which I didn't. They're all talking about yesterday. Titans got their guy. This is who they were targeting. But I didn't feel like there was like this groundswell of chatter, like nationally, like, oh, this is a Brian Callahan job. It sounded like there was going to be several guys that they were Panthers around. OC Thomas Brown was on the list, along with Dan Quinn. They were all getting set for their second. Everyone is doing two rounds of interviews, by the yeah. way, this year. It's set like. It's, it's so weird because the Cowboys right? only hired uh, uh, one coach after one interview. It's, uh, it's they, weird. They had two. They had Marvin Lewis was the interview, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no. Stop, Wink. You got <laughs> something in your eye. Yeah, sorry. Something got in my eye. Uh, no, I just, it's it's funny that, like, your first coaching search in a, in 15 years that you, uh, you chose one to interview. do it completely yeah. different from everybody else. All right. But. I want to possibly, I still haven't gotten to my Cowboys overreaction segments from the end of the season, but I want to possibly, I want to give, I want to throw out a pass for Dan Quinn. 
before we run him out of town, before we go nuts over his possible return, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, this was Greg Cosell talking about Dan Quinn's game plan that we all hated and destroyed against Green Bay. Dallas, for instance, when they played Green Bay, Dallas had been the number one team in the NFL percentage-wise in playing cover one. That's man coverage with a single high safety. Well, Dan Quinn and staff clearly felt that they could not do that against the Packers. And, and quite frankly, I understood that because Gilmore has not been the same man coverage corner through the second half of this season, and Deron Bland is not a good man coverage corner. So they clearly felt that they couldn't match up man-to-man against those young Packers receivers, and they dropped their man percentage significantly in that game, and obviously we know what happened. It didn't work. Okay, so change your way of thinking whatsoever with the defensive game plan of backing off playing zone for those wide open uh, passes that Jordan Love was completing right in the middle of the field. And then you take things to, again, the roster, which Michael Lombardi hit on last week, talking about being weak against the run, not being tough, not being physical enough. Was that Dan Quinn telling Will McClay and Steven, we want to go small and fast here, or do you give them an injury excuse with Overshone and other things that we've covered with the linebackers? I, I don't know. I don't love the excuse there from Cosell, though, the idea that, well, yeah, of course, you couldn't match up against these guys. Gilmore hadn't been the same play in the second half. Uh, Gilmore actually played better, I thought, in the second half for the most part. Remember, he he completely locked down A.J. Brown in man cover. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like four weeks earlier from this game. So, I don't buy that at all. And to say Deron Bland is not a good man cover corner, I think that he's better in zone where he can kind of read things. But he's been pretty good in man coverage when he's been asked. This, this defense played like the third most zone in, or, or the third most man coverage in the NFL during the regular season. And it's not like Bland was getting torched all year. So that's not true. Plus, leading up to the game, you, you know, hard pressed to quickly name two Packer receivers. 
We weren't talking about previewing no. the Seahawks here with no, a big no. three. Right. We weren't talking about previewing, you know, m- right. more known names. They're no names. They are no names right now. Now, in a couple of years, they'll be household names, maybe. The way they played in this postseason. You know, Dobbs will be a guy that, that we think of very, very highly. Mm-hmm. Not going to go up against Dan Quinn every week. Right. But, yeah. I mean, so it may be a situation where, hey, look, we look back at this game and like, okay, I can see how that happened. But in the moment, we weren't thinking that. In the moment, it was like, what is going on here? Jane got some DQ stats. The Cowboys allowed 29 points a game versus winning teams. 29. Only 12 versus teams with losing records in 2022. Virtually even 20 points allowed winning, 20 points allowed otherwise or versus teams 500 or worse when she went and pulled even more numbers. So that disparity, what? Did she tweet those or text them to you? <laughs> she tweeted it. Oh, okay. I don't know why she's texting <laughs> so much information. Maybe she's heard what I've been saying about her on the radio. But no, but knowing Jane, she would have you know responded with a lot more uh, uh, hate. Oh, she, she would have gotten more aggressive than you just did at Brian Broaddus. Yeah, she would have gone really <laughs> aggressive, but she's just kicking Bobby and I nonstop information Daddy. and text messages. I don't know. No, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Well, you could do it. My wife's not awake yet. Uh, so uh, that that was Jane on the winning team look, thing again, yeah, affecting and, the defense. And, and that, look, if you were to write a pros and cons list of Dan's. I'm going to, for the record, I'm going to be fine and maybe even, you know, Happy if he returns. I'm putting that on the record. Look, yeah. if, you, if you were to do a pros and cons list, of he didn't Dan, all of a sudden morph into an idiot. No, he didn't. He didn't. But he think. he he just showed us that defensive coordinators are at the mercy of the teams they're playing, the quarterbacks they're playing. When when you have a discrepancy of 29 points per game against winning teams, who are generally teams that have good quarterbacks, and 12 against not, I mean that tells me a lot. And his team his teams can't win from behind the moment they're behind. It's like a snowball effect on that defense. They don't stop the run. Uh, they don't beat good teams. And their kryptonite is the very system that is employed by your number one nemesis. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That is his kryptonite. Shanahan now the, tree. Now, the pros is that his defenses force a ton of turnovers. They get pressure. And they beat who they're supposed to beat. And like I, I, I do think a mark of a good team is that you don't lose the teams you shouldn't lose to. Yeah, they lost to Arizona. I mean, everyone's going to have that one game. You sure. can't you can't stop that one game from happening. Here's here's one of the things I look at when and I agree with you, Sean. Like I would be my on the record opinion is just go ahead and bring Dan Quinn back, especially if you've got, you know, Mike McCarthy and lame duck here and you don't want to go try and find somebody to latch on for a year. Um, I think that the biggest benefit that Dan Quinn has given you is you got, not this year, but you got really good play out of J. Ron Curse for the first time in J. Ron Curse's career. You got Marquise Bell, who's a safety, to play linebacker for you and play it pretty well for most of the season. You get these guys that he's done something that people begged for defensive and offensive coaches in Dallas to do for years, which is like, hey, don't don't worry about scheme. Like, this guy's not a scheme fit for me. Like, if they're a talented player, find a way to make them work. Just figure it out. And we've always been driven nuts when it's like can't go get tyron matthew he's not a scheme fit can't go get this receiver he's not a scheme fit dj yeah dan quinn will say give me football players and i'll figure it out i'll put them somewhere and i'll make it work and he does and he gets the most out of guys generally i think that 
I can live with all the other issues knowing that they take away the ball, they generate pressure, and Quinn is going to put guys in the best position to give their very best on the field. Meanwhile, Ron Rivera is interviewing. Mm. Bobby threw this out as an idea for the Cowboys. Ron Rivera is interviewing for the Eagles defensive coordinator position. Last time he was a D.C., 2010 Chargers led the league in total defense. So, filthy firing Sean Desai. I guess retaining Nick Sirianni, talking to the former head coach of the Commanders. All right. Now, what do we think about this one? Um, Because he does know the division. And his Washington teams did seem... (laughs) I mean, it didn't help him. It didn't help. He knows he gets his ass kicked in the division. (laughs) His Washington teams did seem to give the Cowboys trouble, at least there. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think the... One of the, the, I will say that I don't think Ron Rivera's teams ever quit. They were bad, but but I mean they they fought pretty hard, and so they if you you slept on them, they could make things difficult. I mean, I'm not scared of this. It doesn't scare. I do think it's a good hire. I, mean, I, th- I think he's a good, generally a good coach. You know, he, I mean he was I, he was one of the better defensive coordinators when he he did it in the past. Yeah, but it, that was also when the 46 defense was a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it at all. No. Meanwhile, the Jalen Hurts stories continue to leak out, uh, losing grasp of the offense, losing grasp of the locker room. All these things continue to trickle. Yeah, and there was the you you had the whole thing that. Did Jalen Hurts and Brian Johnson's relationship sour? Is that, is that why the offense went sideways? You had the report coming out from Jeff McClain at the Philadelphia Inquirer saying, hey, that ESPN story a couple weeks ago about Jalen Hurts, and, man, he's really frustrated with the offense, and this and this is happening. There's a lot of people in the Eagles building who feel like, ah, here's another example of Jalen Hurts just kind of managing to escape culpability in all of this. And it's like, ooh, this sounds like there's some growing discontentment that – Maybe Jalen Hurts isn't the leader that everybody was trying to say he was. Then there was one yesterday talking about what I've been hammering him for, his his disposition, his stoicness on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah it's, it's from the Bleeding Green. Uh, sources close to and around the team now, say... as soon as I saw this, and I didn't put it in my own prep, because I'm like, okay, is this like a... Just a random message board. Like, it's not from... Same as blogging the boys. Careful, kind of careful. Scott on Twitter may may let us hear about it if we're, we're repeating things oh, that yeah. are random message boards. Oh, that, right. dude, that idiot. Uh, yeah, this is like... You know, Get a life. You know, these are like any... Those, the fan sites, these blogs like uh, Field Goals, which is the Seahawks one. Yep. Uh, they're better than the local newspaper, or as good as the local newspaper. Like, they're just as good. They may have different... Their, re- their research is just as good. They're obviously disconnected from being in the facility. Yes, in unless, most they, cases. unless they have In most access, cases. But, yes. yeah. Uh, that, and their their level of um, uh, sourced, you know, they have two sources they have to have. But, I mean, but what these, do they say? So they say, the close to around the team, say Hertz should have been a better leader, was detached, dog, isolated, unapproachable. They say he's a good dude who sometimes doesn't realize when he's acting like a prima donna. An expletive, a jerk. Multiple sources close to and inside the Eagles confirm this. This is multiple different reports coming out about Jalen Hurts' leadership. I think we we don't know yet how the Cowboys assistant coaching staff is going to go and how who's going to get retained, who's out of contract, whatever else. I will say, if there is an opening on the Cowboys offensive staff, Brian Johnson, that coordinator that the Eagles are letting go, that is one that needs to bear watching over here. 
because Dak Prescott is very, 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 very close to him. The Eagles OC. That was his quarterback coach at Mississippi State. I don't care. No, I'm telling you, though, that is who that is. He was very close to him, and they felt like he did a lot to get him ready mm. to go from 2014 being kind of a fluky college quarterback to when he came back for a senior season in 15 that it was him and Dan Mullen who helped really get him ready to be like somebody that NFL teams took notice of oh my gosh that doesn't sound too fun or inspiring after Philly's uh, offense caved quarterback after coach Shane's, uh, or just just wait, bring, he would just be a QB no, coach? Yeah, yeah I'm not saying offensive coordinator I'm oh, okay. saying bringing him in as if the, yeah. if you have a certain staff right. opening he might get like an offensive assistant role or something okay okay that's I all can, I can I, I, I can I, okay fine so you're saying quarterback coaches don't <laughs> yes. matter all right yeah that's what I'm saying 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on DFW Sports Station, home of the Cowboys and the World Series champs. We will celebrate the greatness of Adrian Beltre this morning as well. But there's a report that everyone in Atlanta does not want Bill Belichick. The <laughs> Today's Scott Norwood had to deactivate all the socials. And Kyle Shanahan... Wanted Tom Brady even after Brock Purdy blew up around the rest of the NFL next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.